Welcome to City Talks, a monthly podcast looking at the big issues facing UK cities and the latest thinking on urban policy. I'm your host, Andrew Carter, from the Think Tank Centre for Cities. I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to this episode of City Leaders. Today, my guest is Councillor Hugh Thomas. Hugh is the leader of Cardiff City Council. And he's held that position since uh, 2017. And he's also the representative for Cardiff on the Core Cities UK uh, group. Welcome, Hugh. Thanks very much. Good to be here. So I think the first um, just get set of reflections from you is, you know, you've been you've been the councillor, uh, you've been the leader for quite a while. I mean, what's it what's it like being the leader? You know, what do you enjoy? What do maybe you don't enjoy so much? Give us a <laughs> feeling for what what being the leader of Cardiff City Council is and what it's like. Yeah, well, uh, thank. It's, it's great to be here, Andrew, and um, to be to doing this with uh, Centre Centre for Cities, um, because I, I think I think the the focus on on cities and on city leadership uh, is is more important than it's ever been, and um, you know I I always get asked by people or you know how's it going, and and my stock answer is there's a lot going on, and 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 that does <laughs> that does capture it, um, you know I think I think being uh, leader of a city council um, is is a job like like no other, um, because of the breadth of the challenges you you, you deal with, uh, you know, from, from day to day. Every every day is different, uh, and and you don't know what you're going to be faced with next. It is certainly um, the most exciting job I've done. Certainly the most rewarding, um, and and yet you know there will be someone someone out there who whatever goes wrong in the city, whatever parts, they blame me. You know, they they they, they blame the council leader. Um, so you've you've got to take the rough with the smooth, and, and you've you've got a, a pretty pretty thick hide, um, as it were. But you know, especially having you know, now been in this role um, you know, six and a half years, what is fantastic to to walk around Cardiff and you 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 see physically the changes that you've been able to to deliver in in the city. Be that you know some of the new schools we've built, um, the you know thousand odd council homes we've 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 built in, in various parts of the city. Um, cycle lanes, um, you know, re- reopening uh, part of the old historic canal that had been, you know, tarmacked over in, in the 1950s. We're, we're, we're bringing that back. So, you, you know, you, you really do get to um, leave, leave your mark uh, on, on on the city. And um, that's incredibly rewarding and it's incredibly humbling as well, because, you know, you're, you're interested, you know, by, you know, by your fellow councillors and, and, and by the people of Cardiff to to kind of lead on the, on the vision and the, and the delivery of that. So, yeah, I can't pretend it's always um, a, a fun ride because, gosh, there, there are there are myriad challenges. You know, and we, as a council, I think in Cardiff we deliver about seven hundred and fifty different types of services. Uh, uh, so, so you've got to be, uh, uh, you know, your your breadth of knowledge is is huge, even if your depth um, isn't isn't across all the subjects. But um, no, it's um, it's a it's a it's a great role, and I, I yeah. I've loved every minute of it. And you touched on something there. It just get your thought. You know, you said you know if something goes wrong, it's the council's fault, and then by definition, you know, you're the leader of the council, and therefore, you know, it's by definition your you know fault. It becomes very personal, very quickly. But we also hear, you know, or at least sometimes you hear that, you know, what councils do and the role of the city, you know, the the city council is not not well understood. What, what's your what's your take? on that did you buy that or do actually you find that there's a good level of knowledge good level of engagement i mean it could always be higher obviously but where do you think that is with you know your interaction with the the public and their awareness of what you do 
I, I mean, so you've got to filter out what's reasonable and, and what's unreasonable, right? Um, you've got to make that distinction for starters. You know, if there's a a breakdown on the ring road, somebody will blame me, but I'm I'm fairly clear that's that's not my fault. Um, but you know, on on the flip side, I think there's an awful lot of stuff that happens in Cardiff and, and in cities generally that the council will have played some role in enabling or even a direct role in delivering. Um, but that's then not necessarily followed through either. So, you know, Cardiff is well known for, for hosting major events, sporting events in, in particular. Um, you know, every year we've got the Six Nations, we've got the wonderful Principality right at the heart of the city, we've had Champions League here. You know, we've had you know some, some of the biggest acts in the world perform in that stadium. And and every one of those events is a logistical challenge, you know, from from, from road closures to city centre clear up afterwards, you know, managing that flow of people in and out, and uh, you know, nine times out of ten it goes very smoothly, um, but there is no understanding of of the fact it's you know it's largely the council who's who's, who's made that happen, or at the very least, con, you know, convened stadium police transport authorities um, to, to, to make sure they run smoothly. And of course, you know, th- there will be times where it doesn't quite work and and then there are traffic tailbacks or delays on the rail or whatever. And and then of course, you, you, straight away the question is, well, can, handle, can Cardiff handle this 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 infrastructure or not? And, and you know, we, yeah. we, 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 we're in, into that kind of loop. So, you know, it is, it is a, yeah, I, th- I think as far as the public goes, what we'd love to do is educate them a bit more about all the all the good stuff that the council does, right? Yeah. Um, and it's it's a continuing challenge, but but that's why I come back to the you know differentiating differentiating between reasonable people and you know, unreasonable people who who you will never please. Yeah, we'll get on to um, just your broader reflections on you know Cardiff as a place and how it's how it's sort of faring at the at the moment and what what you think about the future. But just one last, I, I mean, the obvious thing to say is you know. Your Cardiff is the capital of Wales. You know, it's, you're one of the core cities, uh, um, cities, which means you know you you have a prominent role over and above just simply being you know a city. How does that how does that then affect the way that you think about your role, but also you know the role of Cardiff, not just in its own right, but actually in a Wales context and in a you know in a UK context. Does, does it make a material difference because it is obviously the the, the prominent urban area in Wales? Yeah, I think I think it does, and you know, I think I think in this role you've got to you've got to learn to speak the language of diplomacy, you know, <laughs> internally, but but also in particular um, externally. You know, I think I think self evidently Cardiff is the dynamo of the of the of the of the Welsh economy. Um, you know, certainly pre COVID, we were seeing figures. You know, eighty percent of um, net new jobs in Wales were being created um, in Cardiff, and we've got a you know a huge knowledge cluster here. Um, three successful universities, you know, seventy thousand odd students, and 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 they and they're growing. So, for a variety of factors, um, you know, Cardiff uh, uh, Cardiff is 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 as an economic hub. Um, we we want that economic success to work for um, the whole capital region and for all of Wales. And you know, I, th- I think that's a that's a responsibility. I think we take very seriously. Um, whilst also making the point to the rest of Wales, there are huge pockets of deprivation within Cardiff. Um, you know, so so to don't think we're all doing okay, and you know, and ask the question, well, why does everyone go to Cardiff? Ask rather, what is the opportunity that Cardiff creates for you, and how can we how can we also make sure that those opportunities 
um, are available to everybody within Cardiff as well. Um, and and that's been a that's been a key kind of um, key pillar of, of of my administration in terms of you know the southern arc of Cardiff, the, the poorer the poorer parts. How do we land those job opportunities in in those new industries um, that we are successful at? How do we land those uh, job opportunities and skill needs um, on the doorstep of of our of our people from from those areas? Yeah, and then so, I guess you've got the so go on, Andrew. Yeah. Go on. Well, I was going to say, how, how do you given that how how do you think you know Cardiff is faring? How would you sort of describe you know, the nature of the place currently and then what, what you think in the future? Because obviously, you know, for those that have been to Cardiff relatively recently or maybe back in the but you know, certainly the physical changes, particularly in and around the um the rail station and obviously all of all of the frontage, the bus station as was, etc. That's demonstrably different and much better than it than it was, you know, a, a dozen years ago or even less so there's been quite a lot of physical change i just i just want to hey, you know what's the story of cardiff now do you think and what does the story of cardiff entail in, in the in the next decade you know from your perspective so so i you know i, I think it is a story of change and, and growth in particular um you know we've we've got an ldp focused on growth and that's involved building uh, on on some greenfield at, at the edges of the city new communities you know um over over the you know, last five years and in the next ten, there is there is a town the size of Carmarthen being built, um, you know, on, on the northwest edge of of Cardiff. As you say, the city centre um, feels transformed from where it was ten ten years ago, and um, you know, very much uh, you know a, a council led vision of creating a, a gateway to the city that was that was fit for purpose and concentrating. Um, jobs, you know, in, in in key industries, particularly you know, anchored around the BBC in, in the creative industries, alongside um, bringing high density residential back to the city centre. Um, uh, you know, m- much like uh, other cities across the UK are, are also doing, and I and I think the you know the success of um, you know the, the the core cities, you know, uh, two 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 or one over the last ten years in in renewing their city centres. I think is something that's gone under the radar, but is you know is, is a key component of um, you know the UK's growth in recent years. I think we'd all say that there is you know they are still underperforming economically compared with uh, our competitors, uh, you know, and 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 friends uh, in, in in Europe and and, and North America. And you know, I, I put that down to the level of investment that that goes in. So I think for for me, what I'd like to see, you know, form a key part of the next five, ten years of, of Cardiff's story is um, that that we begin to see transformational effects of an investment in the South Wales Metro, um, but that we, you know, not to sit on our laurels in terms of what has been done already, but actually we we get serious now about densifying that that net that network uh, in terms of um, tram, train routes, and and, and also bus connections. Uh, you know, bus the bus industry is going through a difficult time at the moment post COVID, but I think that's you know that that's part of the solution in terms of our modal shift um, away from car over the next decade. Um, you know, there are there are parts of the city, the vast parts of Cardiff, not served by uh, a, a, tr- a train station. Again, we want to we want to put that right. We've you know, had had a successful leveling up fund for fifty million, matched to the same amount by Welsh government. That unlocks the beginning of that journey. Um, literally, uh, but you know that that can't be the end of the story. So, it is a story of growth, but I think it's a it's one of of continuing ambition to continue to you know make things better. Yeah, and and you know that as you say that that story of growth and change requires uh, investment, not just from 
you know, from you, not just from the private sector, but also, you know, needs an active partnership and engagement from the Welsh government and, and the UK government. And you, what, what are your thoughts on, you know, where do you think Welsh government is now in thinking about, um, you know, the role of Cardiff in, you know, in the, in the Welsh nation, but also the Welsh uh, economy? You know, I, it was interesting, we, we did a session in, in Glasgow with Susan Aitken, who you know very well, leader of Glasgow City Council, and, and she was sort of reflecting on that, you know, Scottish politics can often be dominated by non-urban interests and voices, given the nature and, you know, the shape of the of the Scottish uh, as a country. And I guess, you know, there's a similarity to, to Wales, where, yes, the urban areas are where lots of stuff happens, but a lot of the landscape, a lot of the land is is rural, if not deep rural. I, I just wonder where you, where you think that conversation about the role of Cardiff and the, the other urban areas is now in, in a Welsh conversation. I mean, I, I would I would certainly ag agree that it's, it's analogous here in Wales in terms of um, there is, there is it does feel, at least from my perspective, that there's a, a disproportionate focus on, um, you know, rural areas and and. And, and agriculture, for example, compared to some of the industries that we've got um, here, here in Cardiff and, and in Southeast Wales, and, and industries that make a far greater contribution to to, to, na to the national GDP, right? So, um, I, 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 I would recognise that, but I think I think we accept that as just a just a fact of life, right? Um, but it is, you know, salient to remind people sometimes that you know what two thirds of the population in Wales live within. An hour's travel of, of City Hall in, in Cardiff. So, you know, um uh, I, I I mean it when I say we are the economic heart um, of the country. Um and I think you know, there's that relationship between, between Welsh government and Cardiff Council as as two entities. Um as, you know, it's not always been a, a smooth relationship because I think there is a sense of competition there sometimes. Um, but I also think there, there are there are fantastic examples where that collaboration really works. Um, I, I mentioned major events and the, and the kind of team Cardiff approach, you know that that Welsh government bring to the table in in delivering those events is 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 a great example, right? Um, I know now, you know, talking to Von Gethin, the economy minister, I think there's a recognition you have to you have to back your winners, and that and that means supporting, you know, key industries in places like Cardiff, uh, Newport, and and Swansea, and you know the the work that is being delivered, you know, jointly between Cardiff Council and then with the Capital Region team as well. You know the city deal that's morphing into something um, deeper, deeper than that. But again, unlocking key industries uh, and investments into key industries like um, compact semiconductors, for example. Um, mm. You know, which is you know much of that is actually. Off patch, it's uh, much of that investment is going into Newport, but then there's a key relationship with 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 Cardiff Uni, and and there's a there's an acknowledgement across the region that is good for all of Southeast Wales and 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 good for Wales. So <clears throat> it's an evolve, it's a maturing relationship. I'd, I'd probably describe it as, um, and you know, particularly when when money's tight, I think we all then acknowledge we've got to find a way of not you know working together and working together more efficiently so that we're not all having the same conversations and and we all fill in the right right bits of the jigsaw yeah no that's a great great point and and in in england as you know um you know there's been a conversation about you know a sort of city-led uh conversation around devolution to try and deal with the england question and obviously Wales has got its devolution and it would want more and a difference and Scotland has as well but just give us a sense as to where you think the 
the devolution conversation as you see it in England? Is it relevant to Wales? Is it relevant to the Cardiff and the, the you know the capital city region? Do you think there might be some movement on that, or or, or do you not? Do you think there's something else that? Well, I, I think I think this is going to be a, a key area of focus for us uh, in the next two years, especially I guess if there's a, a you know an incoming Labour government at a UK level who then go about implementing the the, the Gordon Brown proposals, uh, which I think are pretty transformative for um, local democracy and, and devolution in cities in England. And the, you know the case I would be making for to Welsh government is you cannot leave Cardiff and the other. Um, Welsh cities behind in a kind of, you know, devolved but highly centralised system within, within Wales. Um, so, you know, what is the conversation about the transfer of new powers to us, matching the position um, in England? Um, and, and you know, what is the timetable for delivery of that? And, hmm, you know, th- there are some good examples where Welsh government seems, you know, up for taking um, you know, for, for you know, looking at looking at the f- fiscal levers. So, for example, on um, you know a tourism levy, um, we have you know further advanced um, than than the UK government um, in England in in terms of that and giving that power to local authorities. But then on the flip side, you take something like public health, which sits um, at a local level in in England, um, that's controlled centrally. You know, public health Wales and and um, and the NHS here in Wales. So, you know, when when we, we, uh, I, I'm not going to defend the Welsh government entirely here. Um, I think there's we've 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 got a list of asks, and I think I think that conversation about further devolution within Wales um, is it, going to be a really interesting piece of policy making um, in the next couple of years. Yeah, it's always an interesting sort of the, the dynamic where, as you say, you're in a, a sort of a, a devolved environment within within the UK, and because you know Cardiff and the particularly if you take the Cardiff city region is is such a big player in men in the Welsh context it does create a bit of competition a bit of tension as much as you know a bit of uh, as but as facilitating and encouraging yeah. collaboration which just I think reflects the importance of a place like uh, you know a place like Cardiff but you know I think I think that's the same everywhere um you know both in terms of you you look at any successful small country they've got you know a dynamic vibrant city at their heart. But I think that tension between the city and the country, or you know, I was talking to the mayor of uh, Helsinki uh, earlier this year, and I asked him, "Do you do you do you feel this?" Yes, absolutely. You know, so um, it, it is a fact of life, and and you know, politicians have got to create good relationships to to work to to, to work through it. Brilliant, uh, Councillor Hugh Thomas. Thank you very much for being part of City Leaders. Brilliant. Thank you very much indeed. That brings us to the end of the first series of City Leaders. We'll be back with more episodes in the new year, and you can listen back to previous episodes on our website, on on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the usual places. And subscribe to our fortnightly newsletter for regular updates from the Centre for Cities, including analysis of the latest policy issues, and follow us on LinkedIn and X, formerly known as Twitter. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of City Talks, brought to you by Centre for Cities. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher by searching Centre for Cities. Please rate, review and subscribe if you liked what you heard. You can also follow the Centre on Twitter at Centre for Cities or like us on LinkedIn for the latest updates on what the Centre is up to. 
And with any comments on the episode or suggestions for topics we should cover in the future, we'd love to hear from you. Do tweet us or send an email to info at centerforcities.org. The music was from Palace Fires by Johnny Foreigner, used with permission, and all rights are reserved.